This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. Episode number three is going to be one you want to watch and maybe rewatch. It is going to be Matt and I talking about current market conditions in our markets of choice. Uh, so, Matt, uh, you've done some research and got some 2020 numbers about where you're at. What, what's going on in your market? Uh, what's not going on in the market, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the only thing that's not going on is inventory. <laughs> that's the only thing that's not happening right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's important, you know, as folks watch this channel and as folks watch, you know, kind of our dialogue back and forth every single day. Yeah. I've got over 60 units now, but every single day I am doing the same exact thing. I still look at my market and am I perfect 365? No, but I'm probably 340, 345. Yeah. Like I might, I'm only miss a few days and this is because sometimes the kids just refuse to go to bed, but <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, what's really interesting is my metrics have changed this year mm-hmm. over where they were previously. <clears throat> um, now, you know, as an example, so again, I'll just take you through my market as I know it. Right. So days on market here is for the, for is 38 days, days on markets, 38. Wow. So for any of you who have been through that house buying process, you know that right now to get an appraisal, you're probably 30 to 45 days. Yeah, easy. So that means that stuff is from time it's listed to time it's under contract is days. It's not weeks, not months, it's days. Yeah. Um, our inventory numbers just came out for this month and our inventory is 21 days oh, of inventory. Not even a month. Oh my God. Not even a month. Wow. We're 21 days of inventory. So if you're considering selling, you should do it now. <laughs> you know, if you're considering that, if you're like, I was just talking to a buddy of mine before I jumped on, on here and I said, but what's the long-term plan? He goes, dude, he's like, I don't want to have that house for anything more than a year or two. I go, then now could, yeah. could work. Yeah. No, you might no. leave a little bit of money on the table, yeah. but now could, now could work. Now could work. And so, especially with inventory of 21 days, mm-hmm. you know, um, our median sales price from last year is up 22.8%. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. 22.8. And the crazy thing, Mike, is you and I always talk about how rates correlate, right? How rates correlate to, to discount or to, to value of homes. And if you're looking at 22.8, well, mortgage rates about a year ago were just about 4%. Mm-hmm. And now we're still, I've still seen some programs around here that are 2.65. Okay. So you're 135 basis points or 13.5% of the value. Mm -hmm. So of that 22, 13.5 of it is purely money. It's purely based on the interest rate. 13.5% of an increase is purely based on the interest rate, but you've got another 9% there and 9% anywhere is a big number. But there are, there are States and markets out there though, that people like it's crazy. It's up 15%. That doesn't, that's not particularly good. If you've got 13 and a half from the rate, you really only got 2% real nominal growth. Right. So those are some of the numbers that I look at. And then just inventory is the big number that I watch now that I never used to watch. You know, we talk about that. I never watched inventory. And now 
for us, inventory is down 63%. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm seeing the same things in my market, except I've, I've sliced it up a little bit, right? So just to kind of level set, my market's, you know, it's almost a million people when you look at the the, the total area. Yep, the county. Uh, yep. Yeah, so the, my days on market now are just over a month. And okay. again, I was screaming when it was two and a half months back in 06. Right? right. So again, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. But I've actually taken the time because I was having I was having a conversation with the broker that the market in mine is really bifurcated, right? Yeah. So there's affordability mark where the average is is about 360. Okay. If you look at anything above 360, it's it's more like two two and a half months, which yep. again, if you do the math, means if you're right. below 360, you're you're you know, it seems to be less than three weeks because that's where the cash buyers are. You know, those right. are where the 10 day closes are. That's where the fixer uppers are. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we in Fresno have an affordable housing problem, yeah. which to me is affordable housing opportunity, right? Indeed. Because again, what am I been telling folks for the last six or nine months that I think a single family home conservatively financed will be the best investment for the next decade. Yeah. That is likely still true in Fresno. Because again, something I watch and talk about in our books, the affordability index. So last time I checked, it was 48. Yep. It can be impacted by three and only three variables. One of them has gone up recently. So affordability will come down and that's the interest rate, right? It went up a quarter or a half a percent, right? From 2.5 to you know 2.9 or, or whatever it is. So that's going to bring it down. It probably brings it down from 48 to 44, 45. I haven't, I haven't done the math yet. Just to round this out, the other two variables are price and the other one is income, right? Because it's that combination of, of three variables. But when I look at this, what I've started to do is I, I found a unit, or it's actually a triplex that's not been performing. Mm -hmm. We sold it for, uh, we put it on the market for a price that I thought was high. Uh, lots of offers, it's in escrow, it should close next week or the week after. Um, but as far as my other assets that I like, I probably won't list them until that affordability index goes from 46 or 44 to something like 25. Now- yep. That can happen really one of two ways. Either prices can keep shooting up or interest rates will shoot up. That's right. Um, but that will be the time that we look at selling. Because uh, again, I, I did this before, right? We, we sold Norris Drive when affordability was nothing and it did run more, went from 265 to sure. 300, but it rolled over and died and went all the way back to 75. So um, <clears throat> I'm certainly looking every day. There is no inventory. Uh, inventory yeah. has ticked up a little bit. Uh, but they're still going ridiculously fast, right? Because again, I look every day. That's the beauty of looking Monday <clears throat> through Monday, not just looking on the weekends, is you can see That's stuff right. come up and go. So I have seen more, more assets to purchase. They just go as fast. Uh, so I do think we'll have more inventory. The move up buyer, I think, is real. Uh, so get ready, buckle up. Uh, but yeah, dude, we affordable housing is a real problem. But again, if- yeah. But it, it makes a great rental. So I'm going to try to buy as many as I can. That's that's my focus. If, if you want to fail, be a weekend warrior. Exactly. Because I will have my deal under by Wednesday. Thank you. Exactly. And you will be making a call and saying, are you taking backup offers? Yeah. Nope. Because he's going to close. Exactly. You know, those weekend warriors, they don't get it. Like if you're only somewhat dedicated, you're going to always lose. Oh, yeah. The way it goes. Yeah, this is not 2010. There was one no. time where you could have been a weekend warrior because there was just so much inventory. But sure, folks, we will. I will likely never see 2010 again, right? Where, where there were dozens of properties every Monday that were awesome. 
it won't happen again. Wall Street is proven. They will buy as right. many affordable housing. That changed. <laughs> Wall Street didn't play in single family homes before 2010. Now they do. Now That's they right. play so big, they're actually building communities because they can't buy enough inventory. So I promise if, you, 2010 <clears throat> will not repeat. And and that part of the market, Wall Street is not going to let it get to the bottom. They're going to buy 200 of them. Exactly. <clears throat> and then you're going to go, where did all the inventory go? So you're not going to be able to buy at the bottom because quite frankly, you're not going to write a $250,000 check times 100 units. Yeah. Not going to do that. So you need to be looking at it based on rate, what the payment is and what your yield or return on capital is. That's where you, that's why you can buy in good markets. You can buy in bad markets. Deals might be skinnier. Deals might be thicker. All fine. You know, maybe you're not going to get a 10% yield on a deal right now. Okay. You get 6% now, but you got 30 year fixed money that guys like me can't get anymore. I can't you get know, 30 year fixed money. People text me all the time. Hey, can I get a, you know, my rate's 3%. What happened? I'm like, dude, I haven't seen, I, I can't get 3%. Shut up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, I I can't. So we just, we had just re we refied when we saw the world collapsing. Like we were, I was on the phone with the banks. And I was like, get me in the threes because I wanted to be in the threes for like a seven year maturity. Yeah. I was like with a 25 year am amortization. Yeah. And so I said, just get me in the threes. And they got me in the threes. And I was like, done. Any property that we can squeeze into there, done. And even on some of them, I even paid a prepayment penalty. Yeah. Because I was like, I want that low rate for seven years, as long as I can possibly get it. Mm -hmm. So it, it's never perfect. And that's the thing is the education that you're giving people allows them to figure out, okay, now this is what I have to be looking at for a deal. But again, I never looked at inventory numbers and now I do. Yeah. The other thing you have to look at too is what are new houses costing that they're putting up, right? Absolutely. So I just, we, one of the things, I, I'm never a metric that I ever cared about. Because if you're buying a new house, you're not buying a used house, right? That was the way it used to be. Yeah. However, that's changed. Because right now with stuff that's been being built over the last three to six months, here it's a, between three and 325 bucks a foot. Oh, wow. And older homes are 170 to 220 bucks a foot. How much of a premium do you think I get renting out a brand new house if I bought it versus renting out one of these old homes rehabbed? I bought? Very, very little. Not much at all. Yeah. Not much at all. And quite frankly, not worth it. You're going to have a oh. bad, you're going to have a much worse yield. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Much worse yield. But that's why Wall Street and these other organizations and, and other, you know, entities, if you will, insurance companies, right? I always used to wonder, how do they, how do they get me that number and that rate? How do they do that? And then I realized that they were massive investors in real estate. And I was like, wow. So every, and they never talk about it. Does anybody on this channel know that they're massive investors in real estate? other than Mike Zuber or Pearson that's taken his course. Yeah. Huge investors in it. Right. Yeah, and same yeah. with wall street. And when it starts to look at that number, what does wall street have a ton of right now? Cash, cash, cash. Do you have a ton of cash? I don't have a ton of cash. No. You know? Yeah. And so that's, we got to put it in play. We got to make it dynamic. We got to get in there on a deal that we can get, you know, two and a half percent rate. Cause what's the percentage rate that, Wall Street is paying on their purchase for that house. Zero. It's cash. Yeah. They're paying zero dollars. Yeah. They, they just write the check. Yeah. The beauty about Wall Street, what they did in 2010, and I told people this was coming, is they, they bought everything cash. Yep. They, they fixed them, leased them up, 
And two or three years later, they went back to the bond market. They sold all these bonds against that. They got all their money back. They still have equity. So I always mm -hmm. get asked, when are they going to sell? They're never going to sell. They have no money in the deal, folks. They have that much in the deal. It's That's an right. infinite yield. Do you think Wall Street will sell an infinite yield? No, not going to happen. Nope. nope. Not unless they stop doing math. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, would you sell something you have, I mean, an infinite return on if you got all your money back? Yeah, no. Why would you? Why? You have no money. Yeah, you have no money tied up in the deal. And what, and what else are you going to go do with that ever increasing more useless cash? Well, that, and do you want to suffer the taxes? Cause you bought it for freaking four and it's worth 12. Do you want to pay taxes on eight and depreciate? I mean, come on, they are never going to sell. No. Why would they? It's a, it's a, it's now a performing asset with a zero cost basis. It's a, yeah. Sign me up for some of those. I want more of those. Yeah. Can I have some of those, please? Just keep them coming. I'll take them all. Yes. Yeah. Whatever you have that I can have zero cash into, but just creates money for me every month. I would like more of those. Yeah. More of those, please. Yeah. So again, yeah, these people I, that think Wall Street's going to destroy the market when they sell. Nope. Just not going to happen, folks. It's just, it ain't happening. And even some of these shadow numbers that we're seeing on the foreclosure side, you know, not to kind of talk about the, the, yeah. the cloud in the room, but even with some of those numbers that I'm seeing, there were almost 9 million homes between 9, 10, and 11 or 10, 11, and 12. There were almost 9 million homes that came to the market on foreclosure. Yeah. And Mike took you guys through something awesome. I think it was last week where he said, foreclosure is the fifth step, not yeah. the first step, exactly. right? Those DM loan workouts, I had somebody get a 0.99 loan workout, 0.99%. Do you see how badly they want to keep people in their homes? They really, really do. So how much of that's going to trickle through? Really, the number you should be looking at, and I agree with you on the 10-year note, I look at for that potential inversion of yield curve as well, because yeah. that always signals, like we should have had a big recession, but we didn't because they pushed a bunch of money in the market. Yeah. You know, after we had that, in, yeah, inverse yield curve. It's like, no, all in. No, yeah. all in again. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got, I've just made some more over here. All in again. Yeah. And Control like, team. going all in. Yeah. yeah. Control P, yeah. control print. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if there's just, there's going to be, you got to do your homework. You got to make your, you know, you got to be, you know, the dominator of your dough. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. For me, the one thing to watch going forward and you brought it up is going to be inventory, right? Yeah. And again, it's inventory that makes sense is rentals. That's what this channel is about. Yeah. I do expect it to grow, but I don't expect it to be, I don't think it's going to grow to a point where suddenly prices fall. I think prices slow down, which won't right. be a bad thing. But here's the deal, folks, as landlords, prices go up first, rents go up second. I talked to my, oh, this is crazy. I talked to my uh, property manager yesterday. Yeah. And we raised we raised rents across the board 6%, which in California is the max. Wow. Yeah, just everything. And, and Can't wait to see that on your spreadsheet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, I have them. Can you send me that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want the exact number, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's going to, I mean, that's going to blow up next week's score. Even if you don't do seven deals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, and, and the crazy thing is, is that that's the opportunity that the market presents you. Like you said, first house values go up, then rents go up. And when those rent, when those rates start to increase what they've already started doing, mm -hmm. but when those rates start to increase, guess what? It's going to take some people out of the game and there's going to be forced them to be renters. Exactly. And those are the renters that we're going to get. That's, that's they want a house. They do not want to be in an apartment. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, of course, absolutely. And even the ones, you know, and and for that class A, 
that class A, like super high end, we just had a brand new development go in and the numbers there, I just want to give the owners a big old smooch <laughs> because that rising tide is lifting all boats, my man. Exactly. You know, I don't have to be 50% of what they are. I'm 30% of what they are and I'm making a lot more and I can give that much better of a product to my people, you know, to my yeah. tenants. So love it. Yeah. Very cool, man. Well, this has been a fun week as always. I look forward to this conversation every Tuesday morning. Um, how can people find you? So um, we're, uh, we are live on uh, lumberjack landlord on YouTube. So you guys can uh, subscribe there. Now there's going to be some exclusive content for subscribers. Um, we have got a ton of content in the works um, and we should be, we should be live with some content towards the end of next week. Oh, I look forward to it, man. You're a natural. This is going to be fun to watch. Have a Thanks, wonderful Mike. week. I appreciate all your time. Thank you, you so much. It. You too. Yep. Bye now.